Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Christia Freeland made an announcement regarding government subsidies. And here's what she had to say about that. The existing income and business support programs will end on October 23rd, as previously announced. We are moving from the very broad-based support that was appropriate at the height of our lockdowns to more targeted measures that will provide help where it is needed while prudently managing government finances. The new measures will be put into place to replace uh, the broad Canadian emergency wage subsidy, which we uh, spoke to an economist about earlier on in the week and said, you know, it's time to cut that away. And the Canada emergency rent subsidy, which both expire on Saturday. The hardest hit business recovery program will be available to employers who can show they have faced deep and enduring losses and will provide support through the wage and rent subsidy programs. The subsidy rate for this group will start at 10% for applicants with a 50% revenue loss, increasing to a maximum 50% subsidy for those with a 75% revenue loss. Support through both of these new streams will be available from October 24th to May 7th of next year. From March 13th to May 7th, the support will decrease by half as we prepare for a full recovery and the end of these extraordinary pandemic-related benefits. Last week, we spoke with Barbara Barrett. She's executive director of the Frontier Duty Free Association and a member of the Coalition of Hardest Hit Businesses. We uh, spoke to Barbara about how tough it is for duty free stores to continue uh, on throughout this pandemic. They've been some of the hardest hit and, of course, a big part of the tourism industry. She joins the show this morning. Barbara, welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about who makes up the Coalition of Hardest Hit Businesses off the hop here. Uh, well, um, the Hotel Association, uh, the Tourism Industry Association of Canada, and then a number of uh, uh, hundred or so uh, other tourism-related um, uh, 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 businesses, like tourism agencies, tourism um, uh, um, agents, um, all, all kinds of tourism-related um, industries as such. But led by, um, I, I was on the steering committee, and, and also led by the Hotel Association and the Tourism Industry Association. Why was the coalition formed? Um, we all had the same need. I mean, tourism um, and uh, the duty-free stores are um, where we are, tourism industry, 95% dependent on, on those um, people moving across the border. Um, and we all had the same needs. We were hit hard by the pandemic. We know uh, everyone was hit hard by the pandemic, but we were shut down. We are a people gathering based industry that couldn't gather. Uh, and we were shut down to keep Canadians safe. And we were, we were happy to be part of the solution, but now we need help to get to the other end. And that's why we're so grateful to, to the government to, to uh, live up to their, their campaign commitment and come out with these supports that they did yesterday. Uh, it's funny because I was thinking to myself uh, that your coalition members must be pretty pleased with this new, uh, the the new supports because one of them seems to have been named after your coalition, the hardest hit recovery benefit program. Can you tell us uh, where the government got it right and uh, if you think uh, the end date seems to be okay? Yeah, I mean, um, we're. Um, we- 
we went to them kind of with a with a plan that uh, that that we thought was reasonable, uh, and uh, what they've come out with is is pretty close to to uh, to what we went to them with. So we um, we feel very good about what they came out with. Um, and uh, hardest hit is an appropriate name because uh, really we are the hardest hit of the hardest hit. We, our industry in particular is is. As I said, 95 to to 100 percent down since in, in the height of the pandemic. So um, we're very happy with what they came out with. Uh, and in terms of length of time, uh, we've missed two summers now, uh, which are our high season um, and fall. Uh, so um, we do need that time into 2022 to to recover. We, uh, the duty-free industry, hasn't even started to recover yet because the border, uh, although we know it is opening on November 8th, it isn't open yet. Uh, and mm. we're an export-only industry that depends on those um, those people moving over the border to the south. Okay, well, um, it seems like you're very happy with the federal government right now. Um, however, yes. I got to bring it up because they're not pulling the uh, PCR tests out of the uh, run when it comes to coming back into the country. How difficult is this going to be for you? running and, and other people uh, that are running uh, duty-free shops because arguably there are going to be some people that question, you know, cross-border shopping. I was trying to stay positive today. <laughs> I know, but I, it sounds like a big, it does sound a little bit like a commercial for the, for the uh, liberal government. Not going to lie. Sure. Yeah. No, uh, listen, uh, I've, I've spent a lot of time being critical. So um, I was uh, giving credit where credit was due, but yep. you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and I was just happy to have some good news. However, <laughs> are you calling me a buzzkill, Barbara? <laughs> no, a little bit, but it's okay. You, you're absolutely right about the the, the PCR test. Um, it is something that is a barrier to us recovering. Uh, it, it doesn't make any scientific sense. Um, yeah, you know, a family of four can, um, can cost it can cost them over. $800 just to, to drive over the border. And if you're fully vaccinated, you're fully vaccinated. It doesn't make any sense. So mm-hmm. yes, we would, we would very much like to see that, that PCR test eliminated. Are you going to continue to lobby the government for that? We are. We are. All right. Well, I'm going to leave it at that because it seems like, you know, <laughs> you want to stick positive. So uh, I'm happy that this uh, pleases you because I know that one of the things that struck me as is just illuminating when we last spoke is the fact that those duty-free shops, you know, people are under the impression that like airports, it's it's owned by, you know, one company. That's not the case. These are independent business owners, sometimes family run. When you're crossing the border, you're driving over that land border. Uh, when you stop at the duty-free, you are supporting independent and small businesses. So I think that's uh, in, that's important to punctuate. And I'm happy that you guys are getting the, the help that you feel that you need to get you through this. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, the end of this pandemic. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it being on today.